Welcome to the Sisters in Zion podcast with Danielle and Kirsten, who are best friends and active members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is not an official podcast of the Church. This is a safe place for sisters to gather through conversations to draw closer to Christ. Hello, everybody. This is Danielle here with you with Kirsten Kirschbaum. Hi, everyone. Happy to be here. Yeah, we look forward every single week being able to record and just uh, feel connected with you guys and united as sisters in Zion. And I know we've got some, you know, brothers as well that listen. So thank you so much. Um, We just love having conversations and love seeing your feedback on iTunes and Podbean. So great to be connected. Um, You know, I was just uh, chatting with Kirsten and thinking about I just have been learning so many lessons lately. You know, I want to kind of circle back at the beginning of the year. Um, the I set a New Year's goal, and my New Year, I, I was telling. I really, when I say goals, like goals are things. You know, I'm kind of learning a lot about your hopes, right? Your hopes are like your visions of things, like your vision board type of thing. But your hopes are like your futuristic. I want to do this. I want to create this. I want to create this. And you turn these hopes over to Heavenly Father. And then you're basically, you say, okay, I've got these goals. Like one of my goals is finishing my doctorate, for example. Another one is, you know, advancing in my business. And so I'm turning those to him. And my hopes are, I need, your, I need you to help me with the how, right? I need you to help me. How do I find the right research study to do on PTSD, for example, or the right research articles? And like, so that the hope in those are those magical things that are like those, you know, quote unquote, coincidental things that, you know, just happen. And that's when you, you know, goals are something that you accomplish yourself, right? So I'm like, I'm going to do this first. I'm going to do this many hours a day, this much homework, right? That's really me working. And then when I turn it over to him, I get led to this, these amazing things. So, um, you turn that hope and your goal together, then it's like he can work alongside of you to influence you to find the right articles. I'm just using this as an example, or, you know, be more effective in my few hours that I sit down and write my dissertation. So I'm learning so much about, you know, hope and faith and charity right now. So my mind's just like blown with a whole bunch of stuff and how it applies to what we daily do. So anyway, back to the beginning of January, I decided, you know, I'll, I was going to father about all of these goals. And I'm just, you know, having this conversation with them, like, help me, like, how can I accomplish this because by the time the night comes, I'm pretty tired and I feel like I'm super ineffective in what I do. And it's like, I feel like I only have this little window that I can really be effective in accomplishing, you know, these, these hopes that I have and, um, the strategy which is the goal part. So I got this formula in my head and I shared this already on this podcast. I got this formula that said, um, work out one hour a day, five days a week and study the scriptures one hour a day, five days a week. And I'm like, okay, but it wasn't just like, well, those are pretty, you know, yeah, of course you, you know, those are important things. But what happened was when I received that, it was like, he was answering. It's like, I had this understanding come that was like, this is how your brain is going to be able to conceptualize the data, stay alert and be able to go through a full day and be effective. And it was like, oh, I get it. And how simple and beautiful is that? Like, and it's funny because it's like what we're taught, I mean, maybe not the exercise part, but like as children, we're taught this. And yet even you, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, had to receive it personally through the spirit. It's like he was just confirming something that you already knew, but it, it came to you when you received those answers through the spirit. 
it's this knowing, it's this inner knowing. And it's even though it's something you've heard probably thousands of times. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's just, it's like he answers the same thing you already know, but in a way it's like you read the scriptures. You're just like, Oh, I read that scripture. How many times? I never understood that it meant that, but I was in this understanding where like I was literally having a hard time with the evening and being productive. And that was my answer. And I have to report to you guys. It has been incredible. I love it. So now I have this habit of, I get up in the morning and the first thing I do in the morning before I get up, actually, I wake up. I lay in bed and I go through um, what I have on tap for the day with God. I ask him like, this is, you know, I've got these things scheduled and I just kind of go through first thing I'm going to do is get up and go get in the shower, you know, and I kind of like go through what should I listen to while I'm in the shower. I always listen to a podcast or or um, a book on, you know, on tape, I wanted to say that shows I'm an 80s girl, a book on audio, you know, and I just, I just kind of go through like and intake whatever I get from the spirit in that moment. Cause I'm in that theta mode still, which is where like, you know, you're real close to inspiration. And so I just ask him as I go along and I can see things I can see, like you need to call her today. I'm like, okay, on it. I'll do that. You need to follow up with this person or it'd be good for you to do this or whatever, you know? And I, I get these like downloads and it was interesting the other day, kind of going on a little tangent here, but I, I have something on my business, um, where they're, um, the two business partners are trying to, um, file this exception. Right. And they've been working on all week. And I mean, it hasn't been on the forefront of my mind to reach out and get involved, which is fine because they're working it out and, you know, and I'm, I'm doing my dissertation. So this it was Friday morning and I'm asking him and going through what you know, asking him what I should do for the day. And they came to my mind. I'm like, done. I'll call them. And I could, I, it's like, I, I got this visual of me going on my one hour outside my walk and calling. And I did. And they were just like, Oh my gosh, thank you. And they, and it was just like the right timing for me to get involved. And it's interesting for their support and what they, you know, kind of what they are emotionally experiencing with these change in their business. So is if you go to him he really does want to help you expedite things. He, you don't have to learn everything like the long drawn out, most difficult way. He's willing to give us the things and to make our time more effective so that we can, you know, serve him. And it was just, it was just this thing. And, and the one, one of the um, girls I reached out to had said, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you called. And the old me probably would have been like, Oh, I probably should have called earlier. Oh, I didn't call soon enough. I know they're done with it. Oh my gosh. I neglected it. I may have gone there, but knowing that I know that the Lord is trying to help me with being most efficient with my time and just with who I can love on during the day that they came to my mind that morning. I was like, I loved on them right when I was supposed to. And I didn't let the adversary get to me in that way. I could tell they were there. The adversary was trying, but I, w I was just like, you can just stop because I'm not going there. <laughs> so. Wow. So I want to ask a question. I think our listeners are probably wondering, you're, you're an amazing woman. I mean, you really are. You've accomplished a lot. You're speaking on pretty big stages these days. You know, you're being invited to speak on a lot of different you know, in a lot of different avenues. I mean, you've spoken in front of almost 30,000 people. You, you know, I mean, you, you got some stuff going on right now, right? That's not what this podcast is about, but let me just toot your horn for a second. You're amazing. And, and you're doing it because you are led by the Lord. And I know that. Um, 
take me through your routine though. Like, okay. So when you're having that conversation with the Lord, do you get up and like get on your knees or are you laying in bed? Okay. That's my first question. Then I also want to know when you're listening to something in the shower, do you have a shower speaker or do you just like turn your phone on in your bathroom and it's loud enough for you to hear? And then I want to know, do you have somewhere <laughs> to write down these ideas? Okay. I'm going technical. Okay. I love it. People want to follow you. They're like, wow, what is this amazing woman doing? Like, and how is she doing it? Do you write down your notes? Do you have like a shower, like notepad or something so that, because I think of stuff in the shower and then I get out of the shower. I'm like, well, what the heck was I just thinking? I can't remember. And then I figure, well, if it's important, it'll come back. The spirit will bring it back to me. But I would like to be a little more effective. Take us through, go back to your morning routine. Tell me everything. I'm just laughing because I'm like, yeah, I have a waterproof um, uh, notepad in my shower. No, I'm teasing. (laughs) (laughs) Those are real. That's actually a real thing. Is it? It should be. I'm going to get you one. Okay. You get me one of those. Um, Okay. So morning routine. I actually lay in bed and I still am laying on my pillow and it's it's like right when I've woken up and it's before I'm really getting busy with the day. And before I really, you know, kneel down and say any prayers, I just talk to, I talk to my father. I just talk to father and I, I just get ideas of what to do. I do have a post-it note, notes that are lined because I like lined paper. So it's little post-its that are lined and I write on those. Um, some of the ideas of who I need to call, but a lot of the times I'll just grab my phone and do it on my day and I'll put like, um, I'll create an event or something when, you know, like an, a reminder and I'll in the reminder, say, call this person, follow up with my, you know, hospital bill. It's like things like that, that come to my mind and I just go with it and take care of them. So that's how I stay on top of things. So next thing in the shower, um, I do, I just use my phone. I don't have like a special speaker, but what I have found, sorry, I realize I'm speaking really loud in the microphone right now. Um, what I have is, or what I do is I noticed um, if I have the fan on for like the humidity, I can't hear it. So I just keep the fan off and I put my phone, I have this shelf that's right by this, um, by the shower and I just put it on there and I just listen to whatever I felt inspired to in that moment. And it, it shifts from, you know, business inspiration stuff to, you know, church or, um, you know, gospel inspiration stuff. And then I write down, I have that same notepad. I'll just sometimes run out like in my towel. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to forget. So I'll write stuff down in that notepad or in my phone. Okay, cool. That's helpful. I think everybody listening uh, might want to shift their routine to, you know, maybe take into account some of those things. So- well, and it's anyway. not to say that that's the only download you're going to get for the day, but it does help me to stay with, like, you have a lot of projects you're working on, right? And it gets overwhelming. I do. It's funny. Let me just tell you guys, my morning routine is very different than this. <laughs> I sleep for as long as I possibly can until I'm going to probably make my children late for school again. Um, I just am kind of just, I don't know, but, I, but I'm there with Kyle. I'm laying there. I'm like wondering if he's going to wake up. I'm kind of poking him a little bit wondering, you know what I mean? Like there's kind of this, like, are you going to get up? Am I going to get up? Like, I mean, yeah, I do lay there for a second and I, I do think about my heavenly father and I do, you know, I, I may take a few minutes, but, but I'm up very quickly, you know, waking up little boys, getting them going, getting them breakfast, getting, you know, my morning starts like that. And I've heard moms often say, if I want to have any of that 
PPM time in the morning, I have to wake up earlier. I have to wake up before my kids. I've done that in the past. Currently, I'm not doing it. So I guess my, I'm just saying, yeah, sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. So I, I also recognize that the way that I operate sometimes is, is not efficient. And it's kind of all over the place. And I get I, I work myself into a frenzy or into a hole because I've got so many things going on. And I just want to share one quick story. Yesterday, I uh, you guys, if I even told you, like, I, I won't spend our episode talking about what I've done, but I basically moved out of my house because there was this family that wanted to rent my house. I live, you know, on the beach in Hawaii and they wanted to have their wedding at my house and they offered me, you know, they made me an offer that I couldn't refuse. And I was like, okay, I'm doing it. So I moved out of my house, like among all the other things I'm doing right now, I'm actually in a rental house and I don't like the rental house. I don't like the energy. I don't like the way I feel. There's all kinds of things going on. And I, I feel like kind of this, like a lot of, con, you know, restriction and like con, contraction in my chest, you know? So I was driving to pick up my children from school and I just, I have been saying so many prayers. I'm like, Heavenly Father, it's me again. I need you again, you know? And in this moment I was driving and I said, I just have so much going on and I, I don't feel like I'm doing any of it well. I don't like the way I feel. I'm uncomfortable. I'm, I just need help, you know, help me. And I got the clearest answer from the Lord. And he said to me, well, you do have a lot of passion projects going on. And it was just like the happiest, kindest voice with, said with a smile. And it was from the Lord. And, I, and I, it was like this wake-up call. And if you, if you don't know this about me already, I use one of my journals that I use regularly to organize my, my life is the passion planner. And I've, I've used it for years. Like I have like five years worth of passion planners. So for the Lord to use the words, well, you do have a lot of passion projects. Like, like he was just reminding me in this really kind way. You've created everything that you're doing because you journal. I do. I journal like ex extensively about my vision for my life and my plans, my, my one-year plan, my, th my three-month plan, my five-year plan, my lifetime plan. I, I'm very futuristic. So I'm constantly kind of like receiving new downloads from the future of what I'm going to do. And it was a reminder from him like, hey, yeah, you're in the thick of it right now. You, you asked for all of this by renting your house out. You're now able to, you know, you, you take that investment and then you invest it over here. And it's, it's all part of my real estate plan. Like it's okay. It's just uncomfortable. And he reminded me. And then, and then I said to him, Oh, and I actually got a tear in my eye because you know, the spirit is the Lord is speaking to me. And I said, thank you for talking to me. And he said, thank you for talking to me. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, it was a beautiful, simple, kind conversation with Christ. And every single one of you can have those kinds of conversations where he will speak to you in the language that you understand. And it will be undeniable to you. You, do, you wouldn't make up, oh, you've got a lot of passion projects. But you know what I mean? I wouldn't say that to myself. The Lord would say that to me to remind me of my deepest desires and in his connection and approval and love of all the things that we are creating together.
I love it. He does speak our own language. It's so cool. You know, I thought of, because you were saying like he can speak to all of us and I'm thinking if I'm someone and I'm going, well, how do I know though? And I, I, I read recently Alma 32. I've been really focusing on um, this last little while because I have, you know, have some things on my mind. One of my, I'm just going to share. One of my hopes is to be married soon. I'm 40, what, how old am I? Early 40s. And I'm, I can't remember. I think I just had my birthday. Oh, I just had my birthday. But anyway, I, so that's one of my hopes. And it's something that like, it, it's a little bit harder because I'm like, I have to hope. And then I just turn it over to him and it's like, well, well, how and when, what are we doing? You know? And so I get a little like about it. So it's, it's wonderful because I've told him the whole time I want to learn like through faith with this. Right. So I've been studying and learning hope, faith, and charity. And so one thing I want to say is, so what, what you said is like, you know, if someone's thinking, well, I have thoughts, but I don't know. I thought they were just my thoughts. Right. If you look at Alma 32, and he talks about, so like what we're saying as well, um, you can, if, you know, if the seed is good, if you can plant a seed and if you don't cast it out by your unbelief. So that's the first key. So let's just say the seed we're saying is have a conversation with him and pay attention to the very first thought that comes back that and you can go, okay, is that me that I just said that, that, that thought to myself, or is that the Lord? If you, if you immediately are like, it's probably not the Lord, that's casting it out with your unbelief, right? But if, what if you just, what if you just plant it and go, okay, maybe that was him. Was that you, you know, and just kind of ask and, and plant that seed that it was him. And if it was, what's going to happen? It's going to grow. Your faith is going to grow. You're going to feel which everything, what we talked about on our other podcast, uh, slight deviations, right? Everything comes through the Holy ghost, right? You're going to feel the love, the charity, which is the pure love, which is charity is Christ, right? You're going to feel uh, this patience, this peace, this kindness, all of that stems comes from our father and through our savior. And then the Holy ghost delivers it into your heart, right? So as you plant that seed and try it, you will know if it's a good seed or not. And so Kirsten says, she is having this prayer with father. And he says, well, you do have a lot of passion projects. And so she puts her faith in that was you. Thank you for talking to me. And then it, she felt the emotions of the Holy ghost that put those emotions in there, which confirmed it was a good seed that her thought that it was him was correct. Does that make sense? If I, if I've kind of dissected it, I think that's important to look at and, and play around with it. And you guys, here's the thing. If you know, Mike Stroud said something once he said, you know, sometimes we get afraid of doing things because we're like, oh, I might do it wrong or I might be wrong on this. And he goes, he says, why are you afraid of doing something that you already are doing wrong? You know, like we already are deceiving ourselves in so many things. That's just the point, right? We're like learning. Why are you afraid of already doing what you're, what you're doing? Which is we do things wrong all the time. So just try some, try it. And as you get, you know, practice and things and your faith grows, right? you know, it's confirmed through those feelings and emotions of charity. And, you know, I'll tell you, and that's thing he, you know, um, well, a couple things I want to say, I don't know if you have something I don't want to cut you off. Okay. Um, I was thinking about, I was talking to a business partner of mine and just the other day and 
she was saying how she's like, I feel like I should be further along. I'm looking at these people further along in their business. And you know, it's comparison. And I said, huh, you have a case of comparitis, inflammation of comparison. <laughs> and she laughed at that. But I said, hey, I, I've done it too. And I'll tell you um, a couple of things that I learned from that. And one was I was, I was sharing with her that I went to that you know, retreat in, in Hawaii and Kona. And I, when I first arrived, there was another um, business leader there and she was telling me, I was asking her like, oh, so, you know, you have some of your business partners here with you. And she was like, yeah, so-and-so's here and so-and-so's here and so-and-so's here. And immediately in my head, I start comparing going, why is she further along than I am? You know? And I start comparing and I got words directly, directly into my mind that said, just matter of factly, it's, it was not your journey. I'm like, Oh, and I just, I was like, yep, you're right. It's not. And I let go of that negativity and that comparison. And I felt completely in his hands. My journey to be where my business is, is in his hands because he wants me to learn something because he is keeping me in a teachable moment at whatever it is. And maybe that teachable is because of some unbelief or it doesn't matter. It's a teachable moment. And so I was telling her this and then I remembered another huge teachable moment that was really profound for me. And this has to do with being single in the church. Um, and like still like wondering like what's going on with, you know, my, my future love life, you know? So I, this was a, um, a while, like a couple years ago and I was just like praying in this like desperation, which is honestly, it's fear. And I've been told that one time I was praying in that, like, Oh, please. Oh my gosh. You know, like kind of like that. And he goes, why are you praying in fear? I got that like question from the Lord and I was like, Oh, I need to pray in hope. So I'm studying this hope, like hope is confidence. Hope is protects you from negativity. And that's just like seen in actual psychological research studies. So praying in hope is like, I'm pray like, I hope my, I get married. I hope this happens and I'm turning it over to you. Right. So that's hope. So I immediately, you know, switched my prayers. And so in that moment. But so this one day I was praying like that and I was like praying and, and I got a very strong answer that said, if you would have been married younger, it wasn't like a words. It was more like this download of understanding came. It says, if you would have gotten married younger, I wouldn't have been able to create you into the um, strong and beautiful and powerful woman that you are today. And this is what I wanted for you. And it was just like, it wasn't my journey to get married young and start having children and, and doing that, that he was able to mold me in this way because of prolonging that blessing of marriage. And it's true. And I, I was able to see, it wasn't just an idea. I was able to actually like get this glimpse of my, of my past and of what I've been able to become and what I've been able to overcome from abuse and all these things. I've been able to see what kind of mother I would have been or what kind of wife I would have carried with me if I um, hadn't followed along the, the path the Lord had wanted for me that I honestly had chosen from the pre-existence. I, I don't believe he really dictates things. I think he's like, uh, you kind of said you wanted this experience when you came down here. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. So he's just helping us follow along that we were meant to be. So anyway, point being, what else in our lives that we may be griping about are really the blessings that we have, right? Really those 
those profound lessons that wouldn't have been taught otherwise? <laughs> well, definitely having children. <laughs> I'll tell you that, man. Every day I have to ask myself, like, I created these people. <laughs> so, wow. No, I mean, you know, I think anything that we go through has the potential to teach us in the exact way that we need to learn. And this is something that's been, you know, you, you see people, different spiritual thought leaders and stuff. You know, if you follow, if you're on Instagram or you're following different memes on social media, you know, you'll see different people talk about this too. Like this concept of the exact trial that you're going through is what you are meant to teach. It is what you are meant to overcome and receive strength from to then like your, your trial is your message really. And, um, you know, for me, it's become this whole other, you know, view and, and, um, mission to share with other, you know, moms building businesses and stuff, you know what I mean? And, and just the struggle that that is and the reality that that is. And, um, I think each of us has that one thing. If you just stop right now and think, what is your biggest struggle right now? And we all have that one thing. It's probably, you probably don't need to take that much time to think about it, but do you got it? So if you got it, I want you to just take a moment and ask the Lord what it's for. It's not something in any situation, even if you didn't create it all, you know, like if you're in a situation like abuse or something like that, you know, that you didn't choose, but was kind of handed to you. Each one of us has that situation, that struggle, that question, that issue um, that is there for us. And I have a, an affirmation that I say often, which is everything in my life is happening for me, not to me. That's something that gives me a lot of strength to kind of look at it with like different, different lenses on yeah, shifting that perspective. And, you know, something we've talked about this in the podcast, anytime I'm struggling and, you know, I just thought of something when I was struggling with something with my sister and I've, I may have already said this on here, but I remember just going, oh, whatever, it's fine, whatever, you know, and whatever isn't really resolving anything. And it wasn't until I said, okay, heavenly father, how would you have me see this situation with my sister? I'm feeling hurt by something with her and it's me choosing to feel hurt because of something going on with me. It doesn't mean that her behavior was right towards me. I'm not saying that, but that has nothing to, why am I not in a place of love? Like that pure love, that charity, why am I not? And that has something with me and immediately, I mean, just turning it over to him without those perspectives. And I, and he showed me just this love for my sister and she's young and married and having kids and just, just, going about her life the best she knows how. And I just felt this love for her. And I no longer felt the hurt that I was taking personal that had nothing to do with me in the first place. And that's everything we do. Like we were talking in the last pod was we're not victims, right? We're not blaming and saying, well, they hurt my feelings. The same thing. It doesn't, it's not true. Ask, we can ask God. And I do this frequently. How could you have me see this? And the way you know it's from him is, is it in that, 
oh, I want to talk about this, this realm of charity. So I was looking at everything, right? If for him, this is the language thing that he kind of speaks our own language. Everything that comes from him cannot come from him unless it's from a realm of charity, right? That, that, that energy of charity. And I was kind of playing with like, you know, charity, basically it shields you. And it's this like, it's this protection from evil. It really is. And when you can see things through love, like charity is love, it's kindness, it's long suffering, it's being, you know, easily entreated. That's one of my favorites, easily entreated. Like you just get joyful about things, you know, um, easily like, oh, that's so kind of you. You know, you just see like this, just the truth in things and the beauty. So I read this scripture today in Doctrine and Covenants and it's 88, 125. And I actually wrote it down in my notebook because I like to write. Uh, write things down because it really helps my brain remember it. And it says, it says, and above all things, clothe yourselves with the bond of charity as with a mantle, which is the bond of perfectness and peace. And I was like, that's beautiful. But then I was like, it uses the word bond twice. And I thought, okay, so he's saying, clothe yourselves with the bond of charity. And so that you can have a bond of perfectness and peace and all of perfectness and peace comes from Christ. Charity comes from Christ. So it made me go, okay, so I've always called it like a realm or a shield or an energy. I'm like, it's a bond. Having charity is a bond. So I went to the, I always went to Webster's dictionary and I'm like, what is that? You know? And so I look up bond, I wrote it down and I love this. Like, this is where I went, oh my gosh, he totally spoke, spoke my language. So um, it's all science. And a bond is, there's lots of different definitions. It was one I came to this one. My heart just went like, whoa. And it says, it's a unit of chemical attraction. Like oxygen has two bonds in order for it to be, you know, breathable, right? The breath of life. Um, the I love this too, that um, atomic number of oxygen is eight, which is like a sign for infinity. I, I thought of, you know, it's a sign for infinity. And so if you think about oxygen, this is where I was like, like totally blown away. If, um, if you think about O, right, when o, when o is not bonded to another O, so it's not oxygen that we breathe that's healthy for us, right? When it's O just going about in our body, when, it, when it's not bonded, it's actually a free radical and it causes a biological rusting, which is what free radicals, right? Um, that's why we like the antioxidants. We need antioxidants to fight off that O that's not bonded. And it starts to rust at our cells and at our brain. And we, I, it was like this visual. And you can even see if you look up like an oxygen bond, it, it doesn't even look it's not like two O's together, like, like glasses. It literally looks like they're mer like immersed, immersed in it. it's called filling, um, filling the space. Like there's no space. It's like just this like total united bond. And I just made me think like we are free radicals when we are not bonded to charity and we do damage because when we're not bonded to charity, meaning love and kindness and, and that, we're really operating on things that are damaging, like through um, the negativity, anything that's anger or anything that's like rude or mean or whatever, that's not bonded to charity and we're a free radical. And I just like, oh my gosh, I love that. I just thought that was such a good visual that he gave me to understand praying that's, for the bond of charity. 
That's so fantastic. Will you read the scripture again now that the charity is the bond? But now that I now that I have the visual of the signs, I want to hear it again so I can like really drive that home. Yeah, great idea. So it says, and above all things, clothe yourselves with the bond of charity, as with the as with a mantle, which is the bond of perfectness and peace. So Doctrine and Covenants eighty eight one twenty five. Yeah, bond. That's beautiful. I know. I loved it. <laughs> There's so much to feel into, right? Like just by taking that into consideration, there's, oh, when the spirit comes, it's like, there's no words really. It's so, it's amazing. It's like this, it's like art. It's more of like a visual and it's art and it's um, a picture of understanding. That's really, really cool. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for studying. I love that you are studying the gospel an hour each day for five days. Like that was your recipe. That's the recipe the Lord has given you. And there's so much knowledge that comes from that. And I really appreciate learning from you. It's such a blessing. Thank you. Oh, thanks. I love, you know, and I want to kind of go back to, because I remember thinking, oh, studying for an hour just means like reading for an hour. I have, when I've been studying, I've been studying with Father and with the Savior. Like I'm, and through the Holy Ghost, they're teaching me. Like I, I'll, I'll read a concept like this and I'm like, hmm, Bond, what is, and, and I, and I look for the ideas that they inspire in my mind. And he's probably, he's probably saying like, hey, Danielle, look up bond. I know you're going to like this one. Look up bond. <laughs> There's a lot of other words in there. There's mantle I could have looked up. And so, you know, I love studying and then I look it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that. And so it's kind of my, my hour of studying you guys, just so you know, is PPM. It's really, I, I start, you know, with the prayer. I kind of ponder things. I'll read things and then I'll start cross-referencing. I kind of go all over the place because I just want to go where he leads and I ask questions. I'm like, I want to know thoughts from you, like teach me what the, what does this mean? And, and it's, you know, it's really, it's, so it's just, it's pretty simple. And I know, again, I look at like where we started this podcast and we talked about, you know, my doing what would work to help my brain to, you know, and my body to accomplish these big hopes that I have. Right. And we started out talking about that little recipe. And then we also talked about, you know, with, Kirsten and just having, you know, the, the style, like the life with five boys and all these passion projects, it's a lot. And then, you know, single girl here or here and just finally coming to a place where I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful. So grateful. He kept me single to mold me into what he wanted me to become or what I chose I wanted to become in the preexistence. Right. We have these, these perspectives on all of these situations that we can see. And only way we gain that is through that bond with charity because then we can see things how he sees things and just appreciating our life and what we're meant to learn from it. Like, you know, Kirsten said a minute ago, just asking, what is it? What is it that's your biggest challenge? And what can we ask Heavenly Father right now? What would you like me to see from this? And maybe that's a relationship with someone or difficulty in communicating with someone, no matter what it is, what can you learn from it? I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And really, like I said, for studying the gospel so deeply and taking that time. I, 
I know each of us are on different paths and different times. There have definitely been times in my life where I do spend that amount of time. And then there's other times where I don't. And just appreciating, you know, your journey and what you've learned. I've, I've learned a lot from you today. So mahalo. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Sisters in Zion podcast. Music is compliments of Marshall McDonald and can be found on his Sunday Best album. You can share this podcast with others through your podcast app or Podbean website. Join us next week for more experiences, enlightenment, and conversations to draw closer to Christ.